Amen. Good morning, everybody. Welcome some first service people to the second service. We're glad you came. And uh, hey, this morning, uh, you should have gotten one of these when you came in. want to say welcome to our South Campus and then also to everyone who's watching online or if you're listening to this at another time, if you go to the homepage of Rock Family Church, you can download the annual report and have all the goodies that we're going to be sharing and walking through today. Today, we just want to uh, share some vision and, and, and reflect on, on where we've come from and where, where we've been and what uh, faithfulness God has done and how faithful you guys have been. And then we want to dive into a little bit about where we're going as a church and what we can do and, and how we can accomplish, because this is us. And so we believe at Rock Family Church that we, it is our duty, uh, I believe as a pastor it is, is a, an obligation, not that's a heavy one, but it's, it's just part of, I think, is what's important for us to be open and transparent and, and tell you where your giving has gone, where your finances have have been invested in, and how many lives have been changed. And so that's what this annual report is. And so um, um, seriously, take it home. Use this as a tool to share with your friends uh, who are maybe looking for a church home. And uh, it's a great introduction to our church. Um, since the first of the year, we've been... Uh, We've been uh, uh, re-strategizing, doing some reorganization, and and really uh, kind of really taking a, a fresh look at, at who we are as a church and where we're going and what we hope to accomplish. And so we've we've uh, reduced and summarized our vision that you see there on the first page. Our new church vision is simply this: impacting every one, not everyone but every one. We can't reach everyone in the city, but we can reach every one, changing our city one life at a time. We want to impact everyone with the love of Jesus Christ. And when I, when I think of the word impact, um, and, and, and maybe it's in a, in a negative sense, I think of a car impacting another one. It's not casual, but it was like an impact. Like, like it was obvious you hit something. I want people to be obviously... Uh, remember, uh, what's, what was that kid's show where they would slime all the kids and the parents? Double dare, double dare. Double dare kind of thing. That's what I'm kind of picturing is a 100-gallon is a uh, bucket of green slime and it dumps out on that dad who lost the challenge. He was impacted by the slime, right? I want us to impact everyone with the love of Jesus Christ. I don't want them to be like, I'm not sure, did I, did I get loved or not? I want it to be like, hold the train. Oh my gosh, I just got slimed by the love of Jesus. <laughs> I mean, these people are just so nice, they're just so caring. Because here's, here's what I believe our heart is. We need to bring people home to a loving father. That's because most people think God's mad at them. God's, God's out to get them. They, they, they think like, oh, when I get home, daddy's going to say, let's go out back to the woodshed and get a, get a switch and, and, and you're going to get disciplined for what you've done. No, we need to let the world know that there's a loving father waiting. That there's a father that's loving them and is, has given his son for them. And he's waiting to embrace them and accept them into his family. And, and, and here's what I've learned. Genuine love is a greater motivator than guilt. 
Because see, what a lot of Christians do is we try and guilt people. You know, you know if you died right now, you'd go to hell. You know that, don't you? You, you need to get right with God now. And it's like, oh yeah, I don't want to go to hell. Jesus be the Lord in my life. And then once the flames get a little bit lower and the heat's not on anymore, they go back to who they were. We impact them with the love, the genuine love of Jesus Christ. And their lives will never be the change, never be the same. They'll, they'll, they'll be forever changed and transformed. And so that's our heart. In 2017, we saw 669 decisions made for Jesus Christ. Amen. Adults, youth, and kids, you see there. And then here's a little history of our, of our church growth over the last uh, 14, 13 and a half years. We started with 51 people back in 2004. We grew, we grew, we grew, we grew. We kind of flatlined here in the Mr. Biggs Family Fun Center days. Uh, 2012, January is when we moved in this building. Look what God has done in the, in the last five, six years that we have been involved here. Our average attendance between both services is 15, or both services, all, all of our services at both campuses is 1,560 people. We grew this past year by 12.8% in growth. And I would say 90 plus odd percent of churches in America are flatlined or declining. You are a growing, thriving people. Just, just... Now, I'm just going to tell you, we're going to have an issue here because if you keep inviting your friends, we're going to have to scoot over some more. And if you keep inviting your neighbors, you're going to have to, more of you is going to need to park up here on the upper parking lot. And if you keep inviting people from work, we're just going to have to add another service or something. Just keep doing it. Amen? Let's keep making a difference in our city one life at a time. And then in 2017, we launched our Thrive Discipleship Small Groups. We've got 358 adults that are actively participating in that, growing together in their relationship with God. It's men's groups, women's groups, and they meet, they study this, they take a passage of scripture, study it for the week, come together, share what God's showing them, share how it's applying to their life. They're walking in accountability of a covenant relationship with other guys, with other gals, and, the, and they're growing and building that relationship with each other and with God. I highly recommend that you get involved with that because our goal as a church is to make disciples of Christ and a disciple of Christ means to daily live, love, give, and serve like Jesus. How, how, how good of a Christian am I, if you're wondering? Well, how much do you live like Jesus, love like Jesus, give like Jesus, and serve like him? The closer we get to that, no, I'm not saying we're ever going to get there, because he is the ultimate model of perfection. But every day, I want to grow in each of these. And I want to become a little bit more like him today than I was yesterday. I want, I want my words. I want my speech. I want my conduct. I want my thought life. I want my attitude to reflect the character and the attributes of Jesus Christ. And then, a great church is the result of amazing people that sacrificially give of their time and their talents and their energies. At Rock Family Church, if you look on the next page at the Woodman Campus, we have six. 688 radical, crazy, fanatical people who say, I don't want to just be a spectator. I don't want to just come to church and watch. I want to come to church and I want to get in, involved. Coach, give me a jersey. Put me, on, put me in the game. You're leaving the grandstands get in, getting involved. We've seen an 8.5% growth in there. 
of uh, uh, growing and of our volunteerism. We're going to give you an opportunity in a minute to get involved with that. Lots of areas to serve. I want to highlight the smallest little piece of the pie. It's our death ministry. And every service right over here to my left is we have an interpreter at our 10 a.m. service. Now, we have five faithful people that serve there. But here's what I love about this is we opened another door and said there is a people group in this city that we haven't made contact with before, but now we're going to intentionally reach out to them and try and teach them and get them to know the love of a good God and the love of our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. So if you know any people that, that uh, uh, could use some assistance in hearing and knowing and understanding, invite them to Rock Family Church at the 10 a.m. service. And then our South Campus, great things are happening down there with you guys. Our South Campus, look at this, 59.5% growth in our volunteers in the past year. Uh, over the previous year, 67 volunteers faithfully serving down there. And then uh, our South Campus is busting out strong. Pastor Doug shared a great message last Sunday. How many of you enjoyed that? He is our South Campus pastor and, and uh, making a, a phenomenal difference down there. We're reaching the Southern Colorado Springs part of our city. And then we have our online campus. We're one church multiple locations. We have a South Campus and our online campus. We have people, hi online campus, we have people that watch and participate with our full services every single week. We're on our, our live stream, we're on Facebook live, and we have people literally watching from all around the world. Top five countries are United States, Afghanistan. You say, are you really revival there? Well, it's all of our wonderful military men and women who are serving overseas and they're worshiping, they're getting involved. And I don't recall the time difference, but it's, we'll have soldiers who will say, I went to church with my wife today. And, and they were watching the same service that their spouse attended. And then Netherlands, Canada, and Germany. And then uh, uh, we've had 8,200 8, views on live stream, 14,000 plays of people watching past sermons and going back and watching past series. And then this is quite intriguing. The top five cities uh, that watch online are Colorado Springs, Denver, Denver, Schaumburg, Colorado. Does, does anybody know where Schaumburg, Colorado is? It's, it's in Illinois. <laughs> and then Fountain, Colorado and Pueblo, Colorado. Now, I have one aunt that lives in Schaumburg. And so I don't know Schaumburg. The rest of you, I know Aunt Leona, good to see you. Um, I know she watches. But I don't know, the rest of you Schaumburg people, I want to hear about you. And then I've got also a church in uh, Wauseon, Ohio, called the Garage Church. And my cousins are, are part of the leadership there, and it's, they meet in a garage. And, and they show dif different sermons. So I preach there one to two to three times a month sometimes. And so welcome to the Garage Church. And so they participate there. We encourage you to, to watch online when you're not going to be involved. And those of you that are up skiing, I'm jealous, but we have people that ski every weekend and they watch online and then they go out on the slopes. So God bless you. I'm not bitter or anything. 
We're glad you guys are watching. And then our total contributions for the year, we had $2,053,426 come in. And here's what's amazing, church. If you've been around Rock for the last couple years, we had tenants in our building. Lazy Boy rented our warehouse, and we had a ballet society that was up there in the front section of the building. We leased out over 20-some thousand square feet. In 2016, we made the decision to say bye-bye. And in August and in October of 16, they went bye-bye. And so did their $18,000 a month income and revenue. And so here's what's amazing. We've had a 13% growth in our contributions that has more than made up the rental difference. And now we've converted all of that space to our new children's wing, our Thrive Discipleship Group area, and we are utilizing this whole facility. In Proverbs chapter 11, verse 25, it says, A generous people will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Our total expenses was $1.775 million. And then you see a breakdown in our expenses that we had payroll, 26 employees, insurance, and benefits. And then one just, you can read all of this, but one correction there is we had, we inverted these numbers. And so the way it should look is this. We gave away in local, national, and foreign contributions $188,000 last year as a church. And then South Campus and only took us $79,000 to facilitate that campus. So just make a note of that. And then our reserve fund, you see there on the bottom of your page, we have $262,000 in our emergency reserve fund. As far as I know and as far as you know, that does not exist because we don't touch it. That is in case of a fire, a flood, a tragedy, a difficulty. Something goes, goes the economy dives, um, we're not going to lose our building. And, and we're not going to, we've got an emergency reserve fund. And then our current debt, and the only debt we have ever had as a church, is on the facility and the property here at the Woodman campus. This is a 72,000 square foot building. We sit on 17 acres. We only own 2.7. It's probably worth around $7 million. And so I believe that we can pay this off. Our mortgage payment is, I think it's either 16 or 18, I think it's $16,000. What would happen if we could pay off this building and have that $16,000 to do ministry and outreach and, and change and transform our community? So let's pray that that puppy is paid off. Uh, Proverbs chapter 14 says, Blessed is the one who is kind to the needy. Our Dare to Care program is what you see there next in your booklet. And here's a couple of our big projects that we did. Our backpack and school supplies, clothing for kids, Christmas presents for 192 kids, and then our local outreach all summer long. Our ice cream truck is out and about giving away ice cream and just spreading the good news that church is good, Jesus tastes good, and, and, the, gift, and the gift of eternal life is free. Because see, nobody... No, everyone's like, what do you mean it's free? We have parents that were like, no, it's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll pay for mine. No, it's free. And see, a lot of people want to buy their way into the kingdom of heaven, earn their way into the kingdom of heaven, and you can't. It's free. So we're spreading the good news that way. Some highlights of 2017. 
We uh, gave away uh, part of our, our contributions. We gave away 20000 to Springs Rescue Mission. We believe in investing in people and organizations that are already doing it versus us reinventing the wheel. And so we committed over three years $60,000 to help with the renovation to expand their bed capacity so they could house more people. Last July, we sponsored one of the key sponsors for the Night of Hope, where we saw over 5,000 people make first-time decisions for Jesus Christ. And then the hurricane hit in, in August, and uh, we sent $21,000 to Texas, plus a, a, a pod full of supplies to help out down there. We gave 37000 to foreign missions. We've got three missionaries in Africa, one in Tajikistan, and I think there's one somewhere else. And then we brought in, as a community outreach, we brought in the Vietnam Wall replica and just honored our Vietnam veterans and all veterans that are part of our community. And then you've seen in uh, uh, this past year in 2017, our lobby, our cafe, our volunteer room, and our rock, new rock kids wing, that upgrade. Uh, we dropped in about 345000 for just the new kids wing. That's not counting the renovations there. You say, well, how can you afford to do that? Well, here's what happened. About two and a half years ago, we had a major hailstorm that penetrated our roof, and we got a new roof, a three-quarters of a million-dollar roof, but it was a million-dollar settlement. Uh, we got $300,000 for interior damage and repairs. And so when the ballet moved out, most of the water damage was in the ballet. So guess where we turned that money loose in the ballet area for our new Rock Kids area. And here's what's cool. At Rock Family Church, we love kids because 27% of our church are fifth grade and below. Kids are people too at Rock Family Church. And so you see some photos there. Here's some photos. Our new nursery and uh, then our new preschool. I love this new Etch-A-Sketch. That's our TV and they have worship there and the words come up and their videos and all that kind of cool stuff. And then our 5K mining company for five-year-olds and kindergartners and then Rock Kids Auditorium. And then my favorite room is the Hangar 45 with the airplane crashing through the wall if you have not seen that one. And then uh, last but not least is our amazing Switch Student Youth Ministry with Pastor Matt and Jeannie. They just got back from an amazing, powerful summer camp. They do winter camp, summer camp. They did a missions trip this past summer and the youth conference in the fall. They're weekly impacting over 150 students in their services and making a difference in our high schools and junior highs. And there you see some photos of their activities and events. I want to take the, the rest of our time this morning and I want to, I want to talk to you uh, about who are we as a church. And, and a lot of people are going to be watching this at other times and, and there are people that are new. A lot of you are locked into church, but to help you identify what kind of church is Rock Family Church, I wanted to share a, a few big ideas and a, big, a few big thoughts with you. Number one, they're on your notes there if you're following along. We, we are a church that creatively teaches the Bible with practical application for everyday life. Um, you're probably not going to hear a series on end times and revelations from me, but you're going to learn how to live God's word and put it into practice when you go to work on Monday. 
and, and how to live and walk it. And it's going to be creative. And people that have been around Rock for a while will get in conversations. My first Sunday was the Sunday he ziplined in like Indiana Jones. My first Sunday was the Sunday he rode a unicycle around the auditorium. And if you're looking for a boring speaker, I'm not your guy. I like to have fun in church, and I like to take a natural illustration to help convey a spiritual truth. Just as somebody much greater than I did. Jesus used spit and mud and farmers and camels and needles and illustrations of his day, and he would say, the kingdom of heaven is like... And he would tell a story. He'd give an illustration. We want to bring the word of God alive. Make it simple, plain, and understandable. Secondly, we are a church that give bold invitations for people to accept Jesus Christ in every service. I'm telling you, it's who we are. If you don't like it, is he ever going to stop? No, I'm not. I believe the church is the greatest fishing tool, fishing net that God has ever created. And every time we gather, we're going to give an invitation of those who would like to accept Christ. And we're going to do it boldly. Because here's my approach. I'm not going to sneak you into heaven. Shh. I know you're a really bad sinner. No one's going to see you get into heaven. I know. We're just going to sneak you in the doggy door, the back door, and God won't even know that you've accepted his son. And, and then he'll be like, oh, wow, you made it. Why do we sneak people into heaven? I don't understand that. I want, I'm not ashamed of what I have. And I'm not ashamed of what Jesus has done for me. I'm, I'm actually kind of proud of what he's done for me. And I want to, I want to, put my arm around you and I want to walk you in the front door and go dad dad I'm home I found one of your kids and I want to introduce him to you and I want to walk you up to the throne and I want to introduce you to Jesus this the man who laid down his life for your sins and I want to introduce you to my father your heavenly father that willingly gave his son to pay the sacrifice for your mistakes and I want you to crawl up on Father's lap and let him wrap his arms around you and say, welcome home, son. Welcome home, daughter. We're going to be bold. We're going to be over the top on reaching people with the good news of Jesus Christ. Amen? Yeah. Number three, we're a church that is intentionally warm, friendly, and genuinely accepting to all who attend. Can I get an amen? amen. And you know how this happens? It's you guys. You guys do this every time we gather. You are so nice. Because I hear it all the time from new people. This, I just walked in. Everyone was so warm. And it wasn't that plastic. We're glad you're here. They really acted like they liked me. I said, they do. <laughs> and and, and they, I, really, I really, it just feels so warm. Why do you think we give free cookies away to guests? Because we want it to smell like home when you walk in here. I came in when we first got the cookie ovens. I came in one morning. It was 8 o'clock and all the cookie things were full. The bakers were done. And I said, stop it. You need to bake the cookies about 8.15 to 8.20 for the first service. About 9.45. For, I want that aroma of welcome home. When you walk into this place. So what do we believe? We believe that church should be a place you know that you'll always be loved and accepted. 
It's our vision as a church. It's who we are as a church. That I don't care where you've been, what you've done. I don't care what choices and and decisions in your life you have made. You can walk in this place no matter what you look like, how you act like, how evil or how good you've ever been. We're going to treat everyone the same and we're going to love you, honor you, and respect you. Here's a sign I'd like to put out in front of our church. Notice this is a judge-free zone. We're not going to judge you. We're going to love you. And we're not going to guilt you into following God. We're going to love you into following God. And we're going to introduce you to His goodness. Number four, we're a church that embraces the power and the presence of God and believe that all of God's word and promises are intended for His children. Underline the word today. It's not, well, some of it's for today, but some of it has gone by the wayside. It's either God's word for us today, we either believe it all or we reject it all. And here at Rock, we choose to accept it all. And we believe that God is a healer, that God is a good God, and God still performs miracles today, that God is your provider, that 